Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Portadown Preview Show. I'm Neil and alongside me as always, I'm joined by the ever-present Dave Wiggins. Dave, how are you? Doing okay, but I've decided to wear black tonight because of our uh, getting booted out of the Irish Cup so I'm in mourning. I thought we might do okay in it this year, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Not bad. I, basically, uh, I couldn't be arsed putting a poor down top on, so... Shame on you. I know. Uh, this week, we're delighted to be joined by Football <laughs> Babble podcast and BBC reporter, Phil McCulloch. Phil, thanks so much for taking the time to come on the show. How are you keeping? Uh, yeah, uh, thank you for uh, getting me involved. I can't believe you that me for babies, but uh, yeah, thanks. I, I'm I'm good. It's um, it's been it's been a mad week already. And the start of football, I've got the weekend. I'm all good. Phil, can I ask you a follow up question? Yes. Is it McCulloch or McCullough? Oh, um, do I want to annoy aunties and uncles, or do I want to keep it? It's I don't care to be honest. It's it's I say McCullough, and my dad will say McCulloch, but I oh, say really? McCullough to wind, I say McCullough to wind him up. All right, so, so it's really McCulloch then. It's yeah, it'll be yeah. So whatever, whatever you want, no, it's, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's, it's, Neil, it's always one of those things that a lot of the BBC guys will say McCulloch, which I feel like's maybe a city thing, but all the Porter Down ones are McCulloughs, like you know. Yeah, yeah. What did um, I introduce you as there? Did I say McCulloch or did I say McCulloch? I can't even remember. Now. I think I you McCulloch. said McCulloch. Aye. Did I? Well, but well, listen, sorry. we're wasting valuable time. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had I haven't had my dinner yet. Oh dear! Here, join the club. I'm starving. Uh, right. So obviously, there's a lot uh, went went down this week in the Irish League and the Irish Cup. Um, so we'll get straight to it. Last weekend, uh, Portadown took on Warren Point Town away, and um, in the the battle for ninth, so to speak, and we went into that game and we were in ninth place on goal difference, and we got a valuable three one victory. Dave, Warren Point Town. It's a, it's a club that Portadown have generally struggled against over the years. So um, it, it was a, a, sat, a very satisfying victory in the end. You didn't drive and stand outside the ground up on the hill with a wee flag, did you? <laughs> too far, too far. If only there was a bridge. I know. Um, no, listen, I was delighted with that victory. As you said, I would have been happy if we finished in 10th place this season. And we still might, you know, but um, the fact that we've pushed on in the ninth position and we've given ourselves that little cushion of three points now, um, I was really happy. Trevor Clydesdale, who's the Portadown media media officer, um, tweeted, that was the first time that we had beaten Warren Point in Warren Point, which is unbelievable, like, it really is. Um, and I think we've really struggled against them anywhere we play them at Shamrock Park or whatever, but the very fact that that's their first victory against them. Um, I, I like that because they're obviously a bit of a bogey team along with Carrick, but they're the teams down around us that we have to beat. So the fact that we're beating them now uh, is pretty good. Um, wonder goals, Ben Tilney scored a wonder goal uh, in the first half. And I think probably we were a wee bit better in the second half. And obviously Adam Sally has, Scored two goals. He's got across his defender well for a nice header. And uh, he's tucked a penalty away, which was his seventh penalty out of, of seven, which is pretty good as well. So all in all, three points, good win. Um, I was delighted. I didn't watch it. I just followed it on Twitter on Saturday, actually. But I had a family day without the football. Um, but I, I really enjoyed the, the goals coming through and the result at full time. So, um, yeah. Good three points, I think. It certainly makes Saturdays far more enjoyable when Portadown can get the three points. Phil, um, obviously, you know, you, you were saying yourself, you know, you, you've covered a lot of Portadown, Glenavon, Dungannon. Have you seen much of Warren Point this season? I've only seen them if they've come to the likes of, where was it, Glenavon? I think I've saw them once and I'll see them on Saturday um, when I'm at your game and I'm just obviously in the highlight show. Um the night I saw them at Linfield, Linfield beat them 5-0. And I'll, I'll, yeah, 5-0 looks like you get an absolute hammering, but there was times where they were good in the game. But I was really, when I saw the result coming through on Saturday, I was like, you, Dave, I had a family day, so I was off, and I saw the result coming through. Say surprise is, is, is not the right word, but to win 3-1, to go and put a marker down, and yes, it is for ninth, but I think ninth 
for Portadown for Tippy this season, regardless of relegation or not, because you have mm. to forget about that this year, is a brilliant, brilliant result. And it's something to kick on with, especially, and we'll talk about it in more detail. This Portadown side, I think, are we better than ninth? I just think they're still quite young at the minute. And Tippy's highlighted that with, I think he said a couple of weeks ago, they need to be more cute. And you started to see that, like the Lauren game, I mean, you talked about it, like, and I'm going to go back. Sorry, Lauren fans, anyone watching this? But Don't be Lauren sorry, game, mate. Do not be sorry in any way. <laughs> the, the Lauren game, like, I, like, I love football SH1T houses, right? I'm not saying poor down R, but to only have two shots and win 2-1 against Lauren and, and to win it in the last minute is beautiful football for me, regardless of who it is. Do you know what I mean? Like, if that was Liverpool doing that on someone in the Premier League, I would just be enthralled by that. So that showed me that result because I was there, showed me uh, a toughness that is coming through in this Portadown side. And then to go away, um, Ben Berbatov, as I've been calling him, with his unreal goal, like, that was ridiculous, uh, to set you up. And to go away to one point, yes, they've been in a bit of bad form. You still have to beat them, beat them 3-1. Um, perfect result. So I, if, if I was a Portadown fan, I'd be quite excited about going on the next season, regardless of what happened on Tuesday night, which I'm sure we'll touch on in the Irish Cup. Yeah, absolutely. No, here I couldn't agree with you anymore. There, um, I think like we've said it that many times now on the show that if you've been offered tenth at the start of the season, you've bitten your hand up for it. They've put themselves in a decent position to have a shot at getting ninth. Now I'm not going to get carried away here because you know it is still quite close, and you know hopefully we don't get sucked back into the bottom two. But I'd be pretty confident that we won't. And you know it'd be nice going into this Saturday where we play Warren Point again, where we went and beat them at their place, and we did owe them one after the game earlier in the season, and um, where they beat us at Shamrock. So it'll be nice to to be able to put down a bit of a marker and try to pull we're, away. We're still not mathematically safe from finishing bottom. I'll just throw that out there. So the yeah. pressure's still on. Like yeah. you know, although oh, I think Dungannon would have to win five and we'd have to lose five. Like it could happen. Yeah. But it, it could happen. This is it. I don't want to get too um, too carried away. But I think if you actually go in, if you go in the flash score and then flick the form guide up, um, obviously it's split the league in two now. So if you go into the form guide, put it down in that bottom six or the form team. Um, and it's 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 really pleasant, you know, when you flick it up and it's like put on or top of the tree, like. But, but even even before the split, there, you know, over the last five league matches, we were still. I think second in the form, just yeah. behind Linfield or something like that as well. So what was um, it? Three wins, a draw, and, and that narrow defeat against Cliftonville, was it? Maybe I think it was. It was four. No, it was four, in the last five league matches. It was four wins. Four wins. Yeah, that's that's some going, regardless of mm. what point of season. And, and for this point of season, that's class. Yeah, it, yeah. It was it was a nice little bit of memento. And in an interview recently, I think Tippy said, you know. Um, obviously we'll talk about Tuesday night we're out of the cup he does not want players to now think that this last five matches is just a bit of a bit of crack you know they the run the tail end of the season with nothing to play for because there's boys there playing for contracts there's boys there um, proving themselves that their position is is in our squad or, or on our team and I imagine Matthew and the coaches will have them well drilled that he wants this team to finish as high up the league as possible. Um, and then next year, hopefully we can then start to try and knock on the door of Glen Adams and Balaminas because that's probably, that's probably the next week group there, you know? Yeah. No, I, absolutely. I think even the game the other week against Carrick, I think that was the turning point and um, obviously getting the three points against them and then obviously the, the three points against Dungannon on the Tuesday night really set it up and then we sort of went from strength to strength from there and long may it continue. But, you know, like I, like I said, I think for such a young team, there would, there would have been talk around Portadown about how Warren Point have, you know, had the better of us over the years at Milltown. So to get that monkey off the back, I think that's... That's that's a nice wee feather in the cap, so to speak. Um, which would another, it's another wee positive. To, it's another wee positive yep. to take forward, isn't it? Like it's all wee stepping stones, and that's another little positive to take forward. You know, for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, obviously, then we left Milltown on Saturday with the three points. Um, ben Tilney scored another goal. He's on a bit of a scoring run at the minute. Adam Sally's starting to spang him in as well, so it's all good. Um, moving on to Tuesday night, then we played Balamini United away in the Irish Cup. Um, we said it last week; it's 
one of the toughest draws you could have gotten the cup, um, especially for Portadown, considering our record away to Ballymena is dreadful. Like, there's no denial. Like, you know, we always say it. We usually get beat. It's always cold. And lo and behold, we get beat 4-1 last night. But, you know, listen, you know what Tippy said, and I know it agree. I don't really think it was a 4-1 type of game, but we gifted them um, a few goals. Phil, you were talking there about, you know, the players ported down maybe starting to be a bit more cuter over the last sort of few weeks but I sort of think last night maybe a wee bit of naivety came back into play again yeah and look I know it, it's the cup game and, and you want to obviously everyone will want to do well in it and especially for yourself to play a final at Mornview Park would have been pretty sweet I was at, I was at Mornview Park for, for Glenavon so I know how much that hurt for them but like this Balamina side are a very good side in their day and they've shown they'll beat anyone. And Port Aaron's shown that too, to a point, and I think it'll kick on next year. But like, it does sound silly to say it wasn't a four-run-one result. That does sound when you look at it, but it really wasn't. It was it was close at times. And I mean, I I'm not a, like a, I'm not a fan of a club, but I drive the Lee Bonus fan club. I drive that bus, and there he is with another goal last night. It's, it's ridiculous what he's been doing this league, and this is his first season in the league to come from Seago. Heard me and what he's at, so. I would t- I would always be one that would try to look for positives. So I'd look at something like that and to go out of the cup, whatever this season's going to happen. But the the next five league games are the one I would be looking at for for Tippy. I'm sure he is as well. And as you said, players are playing for next season. They might have shown a bit of naivety last night, but they'll learn from that. This Portland team has shown they'll learn from that. And I wouldn't be surprised if um, you see another good run of results coming towards the end of the season, and they'll get the monkey off. With, or they'll shake off Tuesday night's result. I think. Yeah, I flip. I was so excited about the Irish Cup after just a really good run that we've been on, and Ballymena haven't been doing so well over the last sort of four or five games either. And I just thought I was getting a wee bit of butterflies and a wee bit of excitement and a wee bit of cup fever, I suppose. Um, and I just thought going into it, oh, this is a really good opportunity if you can get past Ballymena. You mightn't get that difficult to draw in the next round before you know it during a quarter final, and who knows what happens after that? You know, I think as football fans, we're all we all love to dream. Yeah. But me, Neil, you support Arsenal, so you probably you probably think you've the potential to win the league every year for the last however long. And um, <laughs> you know, we all we all below the belt there, right? We all, you know, we all we all think our team could win a cup or could do well in the league or, and all of that kind of stuff. So I was really excited going into the match, yeah. um, had the full buzz and everything. And I'm not sure if the live stream caught it, but there was a wee bit of shithousery just before the kickoff where the Portadown players came out and went all gathered on the right-hand side of the pitch. And then the Balamina players came out and normally they would go to the other half of the pitch but they also went to the right-hand side of the pitch. So all the players from both teams were in the right-hand side of the pitch, just standing looking at each other before the referee gave the toss. And then the Balamina players had to move down to the left-hand side. Now, in the end, if it was a bit of trickery, it obviously didn't really work out for us, but it was just one of those Irish League moments. I was like, oh, yes, lads, let's just, just get into their heads before the start of the match here. Loved it. Um, You're saying there about the stream picking it up. The stream didn't pick much up last night at all. There was a lot of difficulties with it. Okay. See, I, 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 I've only got to see uh, small clips of last night because I was obviously working at at Mornview. Um, so, like, what, like, usually, obviously, the two fans. What, what, what happened last night? Then, what was it? If like, Tippy says it wasn't a four-one, and from what I've saw and read, it doesn't sound like even people. But I mean, saying you know, it's probably doesn't do isn't fair that the result but what what happened what was it to put it down to, to getting beat 4-1 away you know what I think part of it was and there's been a whole lot of talk about this in the league where the pressure has been off the bottom four clubs where we know there's no relegation right so we've been able to relax and play enjoy the football and that has helped us climb the table and win matches right so then you go into the first round of the Irish Cup and there's pressure all of a sudden there because there's expectations from supporters. There's expectations that players, I'm sure, have put on themselves to go on a good cup run. And there's, I think I sort of feel there was pressure and nerves there. And then obviously, Fano gave the short back pass five minutes into the match. And you're just like, oh, before you've started, you're one down. And that 
you know, no harm to Paul. It was a mistake. But, you know, all of a sudden, that's that's your confidence booter, doesn't it, really, before you've even started the match. Um, so I, I feel like there's a wee bit of that where in the league, with, with the pressure's off to flourish and do your stuff and try things and, and enjoy it, whereas you're coming into the cup there maybe with the pressure of expectation of trying to do as well as you can in the cup. So I don't know if that's a thing, but... If I was a player in a young side, that's that's some of the stuff that I would be probably dealing with as well. Um, but like you said, it probably wasn't a four-one. I thought we were far better than them in the first half. We we basically gifted them two goals. Um, Lee Bonus has scored a wonder goal. He's, he's done it on his own. And then even before half, that was about five minutes before half time. And then Sally flicks one on to him, and it's probably an easier chance where he's one on one with the keeper. And he hits it hard and the keeper gets a good hand on it. Um, and I was chatting back and forward with Lee a wee bit today. And I know he was really disappointed that he hasn't buried that one. Um, but even before that as well, he probably had a chance from a free kick. He had a sort of a free header uh, that he put wide. So there were chances there, you know. Um, Tilney hit the bar with a corner. There was So the first half, I thought we were very much on top, even though we'd gifted them two goals. But I think in the second half... While we were still in it, I, I think Balamina probably just tried much harder. They took their chances, they roughed us up, they passed and moved very well. And uh, in the end, I think Balamina probably did deserve it. Listen, they scored four goals and we scored one goal. And like we always say, they stuck the chances away and we didn't stick our chances away. We made the mistakes, they didn't make the mistakes and they deservedly go on to the second round. Massively, dis- bitterly disappointed. Is not what Big Davy says. Bitterly disappointed by that. Um, yeah, and it, wa- it was a real sickener. It just felt like a real sickener because there was such optimism going into it. So, listen. Hopefully, they can pick it up, and we've got Warren Point at home on Saturday, and hopefully, we can get back to that league form where the pressure's off again. We know there's no relegation, and we can relax and play at home and enjoy our football. I think as well, um, when you're saying there about the, the cup, I'm always of an advocate. Listen, you can play as well as as you want in the cup, but at the end of the day, it's a cup match. You just need to put the ball in the back of the net, and it's as simple as that. If, and if you don't, you're right. It's as simple as that, and that's basically what's happened. Like so, I don't really think we're going to have too many complaints, to be honest. Um, I, I think overall in the second half now, you know, did you feel a buzz? Sorry, sorry to take over your podcast, lads. Yeah, just can get rid of me here. But did you two feel? Lost you there for a second, Phil. Neil, can I you hear I, me? I can hear you, yeah. Sorry. But I just I'm back. heard Phil saying about a buzz and then you just cut off. <laughs> I've always got a buzz, Phil. He's frozen. Phil, you're frozen, but <laughs> you'll right. maybe get back to us in a wee minute. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, did you... I can hear you now. Back on now. Apologies. Um, did I... Did you two feel a buzz uh, building up to yesterday's game? Because I noticed one at Mournview between both sides and um, and dignitaries, non people involved with both clubs. There was a, there was a different feel to it than just the league. Yeah, oh, definitely. I just uh, once we got Saturday's match over with. Even before that, I, I had started to think about the cup. And when it when it yeah, listen, it's the cup every year. You go into the cup thinking if if your ducks line up. Oh, I'm about to talk about Balna Mallard. If your ducks line up, you could easily find yourself in the final, which is what Balna Mallard did not too long ago, you know. Um, if you sneak a win, if you get a good draw, before you know it, you can be in a semi-final or a final. So I definitely did have excitement because we haven't, you know, we haven't won anything for a while. And it's it's always a cup's always an opportunity, you know. Teams like Balamina, Glenavon, Colerain, those are the competitions that they go into every year thinking we could definitely have a chance of winning this. And I want Portadown to be a club who feels that as well. And even though we're sitting ninth, we're just promoted. I did have a wee buzz that we could go on a good cup run. I'm not going to say, Frig, I think we could have won it or whatever, but I think we could have probably, you know, reached a, a quarterfinal or a semifinal. And then you just don't know what happens after that. So the short answer, Phil, is yes, I felt a buzz. What about you, Neil? <laughs> Yeah, I love cup football. Um, it'll be good next season when the League Cup's back as well. Um, obviously, another another chance at silver and, and you know, 
I think a few clubs will have their eyes um, on that. Um, I'll put you both on the spot here, seeing it ported down or out. Here, Dave, you, who, sorry, you mentioned the League Cup, but also the County Antrim Shields a big one too, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why oh. I'm laughing because I'm working on it, but yes. <laughs> um, um, you mean Jurassic Park? Here, I'm going to put you both uh, on the spot here, saying that Porter are out. Dave, who do you think will win the Irish Cup this season? Um, Glen Torn. Did Phil? Glen Torn, Glen Torn won it last year, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now with listen, Crusaders will not win it. Cliftonville will not win it. So Coleraine are out, Glenavon are out. Yeah, that's good, Lentorn. I mean, I'm saying that with a smirk on my face. Really, that makes me feel sick inside. Um, I'm just going to, just because of who I uh, have to follow and report on, I'm going to say that Gannon are going to win it. And I hope they do, uh, and I hope I'm involved, because like, I'm going to get in trouble. You said, with you said that with a straight face. Unbelievable. I'm going I'm to get in trouble for this, but I, I just want to see... The, the three male Ulster clubs just win things now because I've been following them for this season and I've as I said the day of offer I've grown to just really like all three clubs so I just want to see any of them win something so yeah I hope Dungannon win it but um, it'll probably be going back to the Oval let's be honest they love the Irish Cup so just going to get uh, a wee piece of paper to write that down anybody that <laughs> likes playing Alvin Football Club will not be on this podcast again <laughs> No, here, yeah, we've, listen. We've had, here, listen, we've had Gareth. We've had Gareth say, on hey, twice. Like. You had Gareth Hanna on. Hello, do you know I'm, what? I'm, I'm going to tell Gareth Hanna, if you're listening, Gareth Hanna said to me, he's not sure if he is still a Glenavon fan because he hardly ever gets to watch them anymore. But I think deep down he is. That was just his, he, he had the reporter hat on there, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. He's been civil. I, Professional. I am going to go out on a whim here and I am going to, uh, you've said they're not going to win I have an England Crusaders will win the Irish Cup this year. I really yes. do. I are really go, do. Are you going out on a whim or a limb? Both. <laughs> I really... <laughs> I just have a feeling that they might do it because they've been poor in the league. They're coming into a bit of form there, haven't they? Coming into a bit of form. Baxter has been getting a lot of stick from disgruntled Crusaders fans. And... I just have an inkling, you know, like you say, the draw could go your way and suddenly you find yourself in a semi-final and it a great win away to Corinne last night. So I just have an inkling that they might do it. But I'm just disappointed it's not going to be ported down. So what can you do? But anyway... Listen, the Irish Cup's over as far as I'm concerned. Couldn't care less. Yeah, nah. They're not now. Scrap it. <laughs> Okay, so moving on to Saturday then. Um, we are playing Warren Point again, um, albeit this time it's at Shamrock Park. Um, Dave, I suppose we've, we've touched on Warren Point quite a bit already. Like, I mean, it's, it's sort of weird this season because it seems to be that you maybe play a team and then two weeks later you're playing them again. It's, 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 a, it's a strange early season. And then we're going to be playing Warren Point again this week. I'll be twice in the space of a week. So mm-hmm. what... What, what do you, what do you reckon War Point will set up a bit differently this time, or should, should Port it down and just go screw it? Don't care what way War Point are setting up, we'll just go and play the same way we did last week. I think we should play the next five matches as cup. I've said the Irish Cup's over, but let's pretend it's still on. I think we should play the next five matches as if they're Irish Cup matches and just go for it, like just not worry too much and just attack and have some fun and see what happens, you know. Not sure if Tippy would agree with that or not. If that's, I don't even know if that's how you win football matches or not. But that's what the supporters want to see, you know. Um, no, listen, Warren Pointer, good side. Barry Gray is a shrewd manager. He will have learnt from his defeat uh, last week. Um, I don't know what he'll do differently. Um, we, I don't know much about him. The guy Swan who scored against us, I think he scored again then in the Irish Cup on Tuesday night as well. So. Have you seen him, Phil? Do you know much about him? I've only seen him uh, once. I think I said I haven't got a chance to see much of one point. So I'm actually looking forward to Saturday and seeing how they bounce uh, back. I, it was a good win for them on Tuesday night, like so. Uh, I don't even know if he's a striker or not, but he's. I mean, he's got two goals and two there as well. So, uh, listen, I would. Did he, would... he not score against us at Shamrock Park as well? Did I? He might have. I think, maybe. He, I think he. I think he did. A, a, yeah, I, I don't have a memory. I don't have a memory for things like that. I just text Johnny the lot. But um, listen, I imagine I imagine Warren Point will set up 
differently and you know they're, they're coming away from home at the end of the day but they'll be looking to take points off us and not let us creep ahead of them again but as I said it's a really good opportunity for us to put a bit of a gap between ourselves and Warren Point um, I would just like to see us be, I think we should the form that we're in we should be beating Warren Point we should be beating Dungannon we should be beating Carrick we should be beating those teams at home really um, so those are the teams I'd like to see us beating Actually, I have a question for Warren Point, and we bring this up every week about kits and shirts and whatnot, and you're wearing black, and it's just reminded me. Why were Warren Point wearing black at home to us last week? Any, any ideas? Yeah, I wondered that as well when I saw it on TV. Yeah. Modern, against, against modern football, man. They did, it, they did it last week as well. They did not, they did not play Glenavon in black um, at Warren Point during the week. I think did they, they did. Uh, yeah. They might have, yeah. I don't know. If you ever the Warren Point kit manager is, could you please answer that question? <laughs> I'll be honest. You see, if you wear your away kit twice at home, you should be kicked out of the league. That's what I think. <laughs> you know, back to the championship. That's championship behavior. Like, it really is. It was the, the first thing. As soon as the stream came on, I was like, why the hell are Warren Point wearing, wearing black? Like, I've made your kit OCD. Like, so... Yeah, but so I just noticed that at the time. She's like, "That's yeah, a bit of a strange one, like." So let's ha- let's have a chat about your kit, Neil. While we're talking about FKWs here, just uh, the complete opposite of last week's shirt. Oh, it's just right. the the home shirt from twelve thirteen season, and it's just it's literally just the complete opposite of. Uh, you must have got the red. You must have got the home one in a size bigger than the white one. Well, that one's fitting you okay. One is fitting a wee bit better, like so. It need, does need iron to be fair, like but um, yeah. That's no, quite comfortable. Phil, what about your wee retro number here? Yeah, I was waiting on someone spotting it. Um, it's the 94 Italy one. Roberto Baggio is my hero. I, nice. That's the first player I probably noticed and fell in love with. And then he broke my heart when he missed that penalty. So I got this at the start of the first lockdown got as a gift. Someone gave me it. To, well, I was a new dad, so someone obviously sorted me out. So. Nice. Very happy. I thought it would work tonight because I, I had a funny feeling you'd appreciate it, Dave. So I thought I'd put Absolutely. this on and see what he thinks. I appreciate it, mate. I definitely do. <laughs> well, Where are we? Uh, Warren Point. Warren Point on Saturday. Warren Point on Saturday. Um, no, listen, I, uh, if Portadown could get another three points on Saturday, I think it would put us in a really good stead. And yeah, here's hoping to do, but it, it'll be a very difficult game. I, I, again, I think. Like you said, Dave, I think one point are a good side as well. And I don't think, I think anyone would just dismiss them out of this wee lowly one point. Nah, definitely not. They're a good side and they can hurt hurt anyone on their day as well. Yeah, I think I think we'll have changes as well. Obviously, Barney McKeown limped off with a hamstring injury at the showgrounds on Tuesday night, which was disappointing because Stephen Murray was just getting warmed up to come on and he knew he was coming on for Barney. And then Barney just, he, he went on a run and he just pulled up, you know. So it was one of those ones where if the substitute had a, substitution had been made 60 seconds earlier, you know, he probably wouldn't have pulled his hamstring. like. But it was a corner and you never make a substitute when you're defending a corner and all that chat. Um, so we'll have to change the midfield. Maybe that'll give Sam Ward another start. Um, who knows? But listen, we'll, we'll have changes to make as well there. So... Um, yeah, I think you should touch on it about the it's the last five games and everyone wants to win them and a lot of focus will obviously go on the top six because of what's still to play for there. But I think the the teams in the bottom half, um, say certainly the the bottom four yourselves, one point, Carrick, Dungannon, as you said, these players are fighting to have a place in that league next year, regardless of relegation or not. Mm-hmm. So I think Niall Curry had said to me before that um, they, were, they were beat, I think it was the Glenavon game I was at, they were beat, and he said, look, if the players don't improve and the club don't want me to be here and I'm not doing my job, they'll get rid of me, and that's just the nature of football. And, and I, I honestly do think you're going to see some very, very good, very close games mm-hmm. uh, in the next couple of weeks because, yes, there's no relegation, there's no trophy on offer, but there's contracts, there's football next season to be playing. You want to be in the Irish League next year, the goal game, so it'll be very tight. I think Saturday's game, Warren Point will want to want to repay the favour, uh, and then if they win, was it goes level again? But it's only in goal difference. Then they're they're uh, behind yeah. you, so it's 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 it is a huge game. Despite people look at it and say, "What's only for ninth?" That 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 ninth is very very important. Yeah. Tippy said it whenever relegation was was scrapped, 
and he talked to people before, he said, I do not want my team finishing bottom. None of the managers do, so they'll all be gone. Maybe Dungannon will be the one that will make you see take the foot off the gas a little bit because they'll have a big game coming up in the Cup. Yeah, and, 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 he, and, he's, and he's obviously tra- he's trialling his new system yeah. for next season, regardless yeah. of how it, you know results that it gets or whatever. You've you've also got Glenavon there. They'll be looking to hold on to seventh place in a big way to get into that European playoff. Mm-hmm. And I think Balamina are maybe four points behind them. I'm saying maybe I just checked it on my phone there, and uh, so they'll be pushing Glenavon all the way. So yeah, I think you're right. Apart from Dungannon, all of those teams will be pushing hard. Yeah. Um, I yeah, think Dungan will be, be pushing hard. I think, think so? Dungan will be pushing hard to not yeah. not finish bottom anyway. You know, yeah. I, I, I know it's an old cliche. No one wants to finish bottom, like, but I think Dungan on their day. Like, I mean, there's signs there that you know they that game against Linfield a few weeks ago. They, they played very well. Um, you know, they've, they've beaten Crusaders this season and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think I think Dungan. I don't think Dungan are as bad as people make them out to be. To be honest, so. I, I, I think they'll be trying to get as many points as to not be bottom like and I, I wouldn't rule them out of getting off the bottom to be honest but hopefully not at Portadown's expense anyway <laughs> No, it's most likely going to be a Carrick Rangers expense and just neither of us will really care about that Neil to be honest No, definitely not um, So we've already touched on Glenavon there and that's who we play next Tuesday at Moorview Park um, At the minute the it's, it stands at Portadown Hold, two victories to Glenavon's one. Glenavon, as you say, will be looking to hang on to seventh place if Balamina breathing down their necks. Um, Phil, if Glenavon, like, listen, I, I saw the interview you did with um, Gary Hamilton last night. I know Dave will probably have enjoyed it quite a lot. <laughs> but um, just in, I enjoy Gary and Phil's beards, so I don't really, I wasn't listening to them. <laughs> I was just looking at their beards. So and, thank you. And, and you can see that. He was annoyed that Glenavon have Oof, you know yep. pa- passed up a a good opportunity, you know, because you know they have won the Irish Cup, you know, a, a couple of times in the past seven years there, and you know obviously it's an avenue to get into Europe as well. So you could see he was bit bitterly disappointed, and I think they'll be doing everything in the can to try and hold on to seventh place. You think if Glenavon if Glenavon were to say finish seventh, do you think that's a good season for them? I do personally. Um, I think they'll they'll definitely take it now. If they can finish seventh, but then have a good uh, run at at a playoffs, um, yeah. But like I've got I've got the chance to know all of your managers, and um, Dean, Matthew Tipton, and and Gary, and getting to chat to Gary recently. Uh, and chatting to them in the run they were on when they were chasing Crusaders. And I was adamant they were going to catch Crusaders because Crusaders were on free fall. And then they got stung 6-1 and that chinned them. And they, even if it is seventh and whatever, I I still I don't think they'll be happy now. Um, no. That that has hurt last night. Um, such a death story gave me when I stopped until the end of the, 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 the camera. It was a nightmare, but he was very good to be fair to him. But uh, no, I... I I don't think seven. I think seventh will take it if they can get over the line and get a run at the European spots. If they can, if they can get a European spot, yes. But if they, I don't think they'll be they'll be satisfied. And I think they'll try and kick on with a few uh, more signings, bigger signings possibly for next season. So no, I, I overall I don't think they'll be they'll be happy. I um no to me, Glenavon should be a top half of the table side. You know they're long established in the league now. Their manager's been there for a long time. Really? Um, yeah, I do. I think there should be. Yeah. Um, I think there should be a top half. Now I'm not talking about second or third. I'm talking about fifth or sixth. Like I just think he's been in the job a long time. There's plenty of money has come into that club through European uh, football after cup finals, after cup wins. There's been plenty of money coming in there from players who have gone across the water, and I think Glenavon should be doing. And I'm not saying that as a Portadown fan sticking the boot in. I'm just saying. You know, I think I really do think we should be a top half of the table side. Having said that, it, there's not a whole lot of difference between finishing sixth and seventh now, is there? You know, you've got top half of the table, but you're in a you're in a playoff to be in in the European playoffs, isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. So, well, it'll um, depend on who wins the Irish Cup as well. Does it? I 
So what happens? Give us a wee, do you know a wee rundown of it? Well, obviously, sixth will play seventh, and then okay. the winner of that will play third. But mm-hmm. then I think if, say, well, it, if seventh, well, if, if seventh won the Irish Cup, there wouldn't be a playoff. If, if uh, basically, yeah, listen, it depends who wins the Irish Cup. If there's a chance that um, there'd be one less game, but basically, if you're seventh, you're, you've, a, you've a decent chance of being in the playoff, like, with yeah. some description. Um, no, I, you... I'm surprised. I'm surprised, but I, like what you say, like I totally get it. But for me, like you've got Porter down, Bourne Point, Dungannon, and Carrick all in the mini league. I would have always said that at the start of the season. Above that, I would have had Glenavon and Balamina in their own mini league, and it's just sort of what it is. And then above that, I would have had Crusaders, Cliftonville, Larne, Dungannon, or Glentor and Corey and Limfield in whatever order, and. Um, and it's it sort of has went that way. Like Glenavon were obviously close to getting top six. Um, yeah. so I, see, to me, I, to me, they are where they should be, in my opinion. Yeah, to me as well. You know, I think Cliftonville have pushed on. To me, Cliftonville are a sort of sixth place team, and they've they've done well to stay up there. But they've been playing really well and pushed on. From what I've seen of Coleraine this year, we we always say the table never lies, but I mean. I personally don't see Coleraine as a second place team. I think they have, they're they're dogged. You know, they're dogged. They're well established. But I don't see them. I didn't ever think they were going to win the league this year, and I I really don't see them as a second place team. And I think they'll be devastated to be out of the Irish Cup as well, especially the way they were knocked out. With you know, I think it was very even apart from Paul Heatley hitting a wonder strike. So, um. But listen, the league is the league is so competitive, you know, between third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, really. I saw a quite a controversial tweet last night from a Korean Twitter celebrity, and that he subsequently deleted it. Uh, listen, um, let's not name any names, but what did Alan Simpson say? <laughs> no, no, it, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. It was uh, a local motormouth on Twitter, Korean fan. And he was beefing and grinning about. Okay. Let's uh, not let, let's not mention any names. But what did something Doherty is that what it is? No? Oh, it is I. Oh, I. And uh, he was beefing about Oren Kearney and about another trophyless season for Korean. And then the wow. tweet was subsequently deleted. It's like he's won the league cup last year. What are you talking about? That's <laughs> like, ridiculous. Madness. Madness. Absolute madness. Yeah. Yeah. For a, a part time part time provincial team, they're punching above their weight. What more do you want? Like, look at the European run at the start of the season. Mm. Like that was amazing for an Irish league club to be doing that. I I don't know who that uh, I don't know who that fella is, but that's that's madness to be Owen Kearney getting abused to be the the one of the furthest things from my mind. That's bonkers. <laughs> You know, Neil, make sure you tag him whenever we put this out in socials because he'll, he'll retweet it like mad. Oh, I have no doubt. Welcome to the world of the Twitter troll. But anyway. <laughs> so, yes, obviously, listen, do you know what? There's not even really been that much of a buzz at the minute um, because the fact that it is a Mid-Ulster derby next week. So it's been sort of low-key. Dave, say something to spice it up a bit. Fire some shots at Gary Hamilton. Oh, Lord. <laughs> No, I wouldn't do that. Do you know what? No, I'm not, no. Listen, I'm not. But listen, I was I was driving down the Tandrigi Road yesterday afternoon, and I saw some boys building a bit of scaffolding and behind that wall, behind the Glenavon net. So I don't know if there'll be a few fans there on Tuesday night or not. Um, no, listen, it's a middle Sir Derby, but you're right. I think because. Um, Phil, what you said, the buzz was there for the cup. Everybody was thinking about the first round of the Irish Cup. Um, but there's a Mid-Ulster derby coming up and I don't care if it's COVID times, not COVID times. I don't care if they're flying and we're not flying. It's a Mid-Ulster derby. You have to win it. You're only as good as your last Mid-Ulster derby and we lost the last one. So I want the season finished with us having bragging rights so that when we bump into guys in Portrush over the summer with their Porta Down tops on, we can walk past them and smile and not put our heads down and scuffle on, you know. Um but listen, I like us against Lenavon at Moorview Park. There's no fear in that match at all. Um, you know, what, what did Lenavon really have to play for? I think they're they're not far away from securing that sixth position. Um, yeah, 
But listen, let's get stuck into them. We've got good players. We can score goals. You know, our defenders usually play well. I know maybe they had a wee bit of a wobble on Tuesday night in the Cup, but generally they're very reliable this season. And who have Glenavon got on the team that we have to fear? Nobody really. How's that I'm, for I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it as a... Um... As a neutral, but, I'm working on it. I was talking you to can't, listen, mate, at, at some stage, you're going to have to get off this neutral fence and just pick a tip. I, I knew, I knew you were going to say that tonight. I knew someone was there's, going to say that. Tonight. There's definitely there's a week there's a week Tyrone twang Tyrone there's a Tyrone twang off your voice, like so it's bound to be done, like. No, I'm, I was I'm actually, actually I was actually going to ask. You've been placed sort of between Portadown and Lavin and Dungannon. So, are you from uh-huh. in the middle of them three, or from in and around that area? I'm originally from Barnbridge. Are you? No, I'm, re- I'm originally from Barnbridge. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I can't pick either of these three sides. The all three of them, <laughs> I just love. No, I'll tell you why. Right. All three of them. Uh. So, first ever match I was at was, uh, first ever football game that I can remember being brought to. Dad took me to Barnbridge Town v Glenavon and uh, friendly. Glenn Ferguson was playing for Glenavon. Uh, after the game, Glenavon won, but after the game, uh, I was in the changing rooms with all the Glenavon players and they signed loads of stuff. I mean, I didn't know what was going on, but I was just buzzing then. Uh, first ever game I did for BBC. Glenavon fan? No. The first ever game I did for BBC uh, was a Dungannon game and I was shadowing Gareth Hanna and that was amazing. I loved that. That was over a year ago. So that's a special place for me. And then my three of my best friends uh, are Ansley Renshaw's sons, who used to own Wade Training, used to sponsor Portadown. Mm-hmm. So the most I've probably been to is Portadown games. I was at an Irish Cup final, I was at an Irish Cup semi-final. Um, I used to go to Middles or Derbies with them. So there's a tie for all three. Um, so I just, as I said, the Dave offer, when they're not playing each other and they're all playing away, I want all of them to win. Do you know what I mean? There, if I'm at a Portadown, I'm at the Portadown match on Saturday. As soon as that game's over, the first two results I look for to see how Glenavon did and how Dungannon did. It's it, it's weird, it's strange. I don't have, as I said, I don't have enough an affiliation or closeness to a single club. But the three clubs that I've been able to follow this year, I just love all three of them. I think they're all class. Yeah. In a professional capacity, that is an acceptable answer. But I will also say, after Portadown matches, the first result I look for is the Glenavon match, and actually. It felt a wee bit better that Glenavon got knocked out of the cup on Tuesday night as well. I have to say it. So there you go. <laughs> so you're you're a fan of Don. Hold on, Don Glenadine. Put it like that. All I just like Don to see the, the three of them do well, and um, I've I've probably been to Portland games the most by a large way. Like I said, um, I think I got I got engaged on Boxing Day uh, four years ago. And was due to go to the Portland and Glenavon game, only obviously got engaged and then weren't allowed you know. to go then. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't allowed to go, I just didn't think it would have been appropriate. Like, cheers, Sarah, thanks for saying yes. I'm way off to the football, good luck. <laughs> so, I didn't go to that one, but um, yeah, so I, I like to still... at the game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, well, she's from Portland, my wife's from Portland, so center, um, big center circle job, like a baseball <laughs> match in America or something, you know, the whole crowd viewing you. On <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Listen, uh, Phil, before we, we wrap up here, mm-hmm. uh, tell us a bit about your podcast, The Football Baba. Oh, it's, um, I've been doing it for four years now as well. It's, I love podcasting. Uh, I think it's a brilliant outlet, not just because um, a lot of people listen to it, but it's actually therapy for me. I, I That's why I started it, because I could get to talk to my mates about football. Um, like I was buzzing when you actually asked me to come on this and I, I, I can't thank you enough for doing it because I'm talking to two poor round fans about football it's what I love doing Listen, it's, so been started... a ple- it's been a pleasure having you on especially being able to give us your Glenavon opinions <laughs> um, so it we it was originally called the Sports Babble and we covered a lot of other sports as well I'm a big American sports fan and then we changed to the Football Babble recently Um it's brilliant. Like the four other lads I have on with me, I'd, I'd kill people for. I know, probably get arrested for saying that, but I would. I would die for all four of them. They're just amazing, four amazing lads that add different things to our podcast. And we're we're really close now. Um, we're like five brothers now. We're really, really close, um, which is lovely. Like I'm sure you still find it as well, doing this and working together. There is a bond then you sort of get and a buzz you get from doing it. So um, it's called the Football Babble. It's on Twitter and Instagram and all your podcast apps. We talk about 
at the minute, the English League and what has been going on and different things. We're going to change that a little bit and talk more about something I think is very important is there is the element of the football match and what goes on, and that's great, talking about that, but there's also the the bits away from the football match, like the football fan culture and the football fan crack. Like, Dave, I sat behind the Dungannon game and watched you for 90 minutes, tortured Dungannon fans, and I was just in my element behind you. You don't, I don't know if you remember this, a couple of weeks ago laughing, you were constantly torturing. I think someone from Portdown actually told you off, but you were, and I love all that. Like, I love that. There's a side to that that I think this league and podcasts in this league could tell and, and produce more of and I think it'd be brilliant and I, I love that as well I love hearing stories and chatting about sports so it was just something I thought right I'm going to do this I've listened to enough of them I'll do it myself and I did and we have a small little army of fans that um, listen and we're so uh, happy to have them and if it stays the way it is I'm happy enough if it grows it grows but I'll just keep doing it every Sunday or Monday night because it's, it is therapy for me and I, I just adore doing it Brilliant! You're you're so passionate about that. It's class to see. Like, and I think <laughs> I, I think you're right when you pick up there. And I think I think we almost touched on it in the podcast here. I think we might see more supporters coming back to Irish League grounds over lockdown because sitting in an armchair in your house drinking a cup of tea, watching millionaires play football in front of no fans. What is that? It's a computer game at the end of the day. Whereas you go to you go to your local football ground for the crack. You go to see the same old faces. You hear the same I'll drivel at times, but there's something reassuring about that as well. You know, it's community, and that to me, that's what football's all about. And I think even the big English game, I think traditionally the working class English game, it was more about community than, than it is now. Um, obviously, there's, there's so much money involved, like, but... I think we all love it and you know you obviously it's come across strongly you love getting to Mournview Park and Stangmore and Shamrock Park and especially during the times that we're living in any wee thing that we can do that resembles normality has been brilliant um, and I think we'll give it another wee shout we need to get supporters back in stadiums yep. ASAP in the Irish League it's completely safe there's negligible risk we're outside there's far more seats in the stadiums than we actually need so people can spread out easily. Let's make it happen. Yeah. No, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more so. I'm just, when you're chatting there, um, I'm just saying I would say the same old character, shout the same old Who are you thinking about? Name names. Who are you thinking about? Well, I'm going to give him a shout out. Even He's a friend of ours. <laughs> I'm going to give Alistair Kerr a shout out here because it just reminded me of the time Portadown were playing... Glen Torn at Shamrock Park and it was the first time I think Ross Dunlop ref had poured it down after the Irish Cup 2015 debacle and I just remember Alistair had a giant red card and at half time when the, they're walking over Alistair's just standing with the red card like that for the referee <laughs> and you I, miss that kind of stuff you miss yeah. all that the fans need I, to be brought back like I won't I won't name him but my best mate, um, I've, I've told you about his dad earlier, but some, one of the brothers, my best mate, we were at Portland v Cliftonville. Liam Boyce was still playing for Cliftonville. And uh, <laughs> we were down at one, of, at one of the lower seats. And my friend stepped forward and said to Liam Boyce, um, hi, soda hole, you've done nothing all game. And literally about two and a half seconds later, he skint. Uh, I think it was, was it Breen maybe was playing at the time, he skinned over, ran through, flicked it across, Joe Gormley scored, and he came back towards the two of us to celebrate then, and I was like, I was in tears laughing, I had to applaud Liam Boyce for it, and, and I love that, like, it, it, I don't know, like, I've been to enough Liverpool games, enough games over in England, so you do hear the odd chant and the thing, but it is completely different now, it's, it's going to sound maybe uh, the wrong term, if you're not an Irish League fan, but English football, professional football is watered down compared to what we get now, and I've got the same experience this now because I've been been lucky enough to follow your clubs and work at them. And I'm just in awe of it. Like, it's just, it. Mark Beatty said to me last week, the reason why I love this football is because you can see this in the park. There's no VAR. There's no goal length technology. There's none of that nonsense. There is egos, but they're egos because I just think they're, they're the big lad. I don't think they're egos because they're earning millions of, dollars, millions of pounds. And it is just, it's perfect. Unless you're Lauren. Sorry, I just well, I'm saying nothing. And uh, <laughs> I was going to say we're not allowed to Keir's talk about. Kill me. I, I was going to say we're not allowed to talk about Keelan Locker anymore in this podcast. But there you go. <laughs> uh, um. So I like 
I would encourage anyone that watches this or has watched the Irish League on BBC or has watched other channels, other other clubs' channels, as soon as you can, when when the executive weighs, weighs themselves up, sorts themselves out, get to your games. Just go. Even if it's not your local team, but there's a game on Saturday, just go wherever you can because... Like it, it's such an experience. It's brilliant. Like it, it is a brilliant two hours you'll spend. And um, the first game, it's a big game at Stangmore Park. It's gonna be class, and I, I can't wait. Them. No, I couldn't agree any more than you. Um, I think we're all busting to get the fans back. Um, it's 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 just not the same without the fans. At the end of the day, you can. Put whoever on the TV, you know, whether it be Portadown, Carrick, Dungannon, Liverpool, Arsenal, Celtic Rangers, it doesn't matter. If the fans aren't there, it's it's just not the same. Like, and they need they need to get everyone back ASAP. Miss the atmosphere, miss the abuse being thrown at them also in all sorts of directions, and the, and the air smell of cigars. I miss all that as well. <laughs> I miss the smell of onions on the in the burger van. Oh, well, this is true, you see, because because of that, we haven't been able to have my traditional cheesy chip out of the chippy van. <laughs> Miss that. Honest to God. But sure, what can you do? Fellas, I suppose we better wrap it up now. And we've, we've, uh, we've chatted on for quite a while. Phil, thank you very much for coming on the show. Um, we've, we've been delighted to have you on and um, hopefully pull down, get three points on Saturday and, and you're entertained whilst you're there. <laughs> uh, no, thanks very much uh, for having me on. Hopefully, you will It'll get me on again and my internet won't mess about it. I don't know what's going on. Apologies for that, but I've, I've enjoyed it, boys. And I'll, and I'll see you on Saturday at, at Shamrock. Yeah, your internet, has been, your internet hasn't been too bad at all, mate, to be fair. Before I say goodbye to you, Dave, I better say, um, don't forget to like and subscribe to the We Are Reports TV YouTube channel and also Spotify, because if I don't say that, I'll get my ass kicked. So, <laughs> yes, so. Give us a wee like and subscribe if you can, please, folks. Um, and as always, thanks everyone for listening. Dave, thanks very much for coming on board again. Thank you, final, final word, Mid-Ulster Derby. Bring it home. We need three points at Moorview Park. <laughs> we do indeed. Let's make a 3-1 to Portadown this season. <laughs> Cheers, folks.